Welcome to 7 Minutes with Legacy 7. Hey guys, this is Agnes from Legacy 7 Consultants. On today's episode, we're going to speak about the walking dead, 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 dead. Scores versus zombies. (laughs) Zombie dead is the dead that has been forgotten. It could be the result of identity theft. It could belong to somebody else. It could be a result of a nasty divorce. So when a spouse failed to make a payment, failed to pay on time when they're supposed to, and they have a joint account, the original creditor or the collection company or whichever the person that is trying to collect the money can sue both parties because they are both equally responsible for the debt. This debt could also be a result of a co-signer, a loan guarantor, when you co-sign for someone because they couldn't qualify. If that other person stops making payments, you are now responsible for that debt. This debt responsibility expire when the debt has been satisfied. So please do not believe the people that say once the account goes into collection, it's no longer your responsibility. That is not true. That is a myth. Guys, do not listen to these people. Unless the collection company have given you a tax write-off, unless the collection company has given you a 1099-C, which means that you decided to claim that debt as an income into your tax return, you are still responsible for that debt. So don't believe the people that says that once it goes into collection, it's no longer your responsibility because it is not true. This is also a very important reason why you should monitor your credit. And when I say monitor your credit, I do not mean credit karma, guys. That does not work. I mean a real credit monitoring company that you can see all three credit bureaus the accounts they're reporting are they reporting balance are they reporting late and all that kind of stuff because when you least expect it these zombies will rise from the grave and will stop you from qualifying from getting a house from getting a car from getting funding for your business from getting better interest rate from qualify for anything that requires credit, even getting a job, even getting an apartment. So it's very, very important to pay your bills, pay your debt. Not only this have a huge impact on your credit, on your credit score, as we know, we saw this on a previous podcast. Payment history makes up for thirty-five percent of your credit score. If you don't know about this or you need more information, you need to refer to the previous podcast where I speak about the components of the credit score. And I break it up nicely in different sections so it's easy and clear to understand. So sometimes people get upset and I have heard of people getting clients that they get angry 
with their creditor, with the bank, with their institution, whatever the case may be, because they shut down their account and they still have a balance, or they cut the credit card limit, they have $5,000 and now they suddenly have $1,000, so they have $1,000 now they only have $100, whatever the case may be. The, at that point, the people get mad, they get angry, and they choose to, quote-unquote, guys, I'm doing air quotes, retaliate against the institution, against the bank, because, well, they shut down my account, they closed my account, or they cut my limits, so I'm not gonna pay. Well, guys, guess what? The institution does not care. The bank is not gonna die because you're mad and you don't want to pay you're only hurting yourself you're only hurting your scores you're only getting an impact on your personal finances and this is not just for one day this is not just for a year or two this is for seven long long years to tell you even more a lot of people do not know one single late payment just one guys it only takes one time one single late payment can get can get a hit on your scores for up to a hundred points so my example I'm in the 800s credit score if I were to be late for one credit card payment my scores will go down up to a hundred points that means now I'm not in the 800s anymore I'm in the 700s and so this happens all the time and people think it's not that big of a deal it's just one but really it is a big deal but we're not talking about that right now we're talking about the zombie the walking dead so do yourself a favor if you have debt you know you use that money pay it back it's your responsibility it's your duty and that way you can continue to have a great relationship with your financial institution for whenever you need money from them. Now, the collection companies have certain amount of time where they can collect the debt and even sue you for non-payment. So they will try long and hard to collect the money you owe. And sometimes they will try by means they are sadly could be illegal they'll try by any means necessary and by the way this is a random thought but by the way did you know that collection companies will be able to contact you through social media so it's not just they can call you on your house they can call your cell phone they can call your work they can send you mail all that kind of stuff that you probably have heard of the horror stories what they can and cannot do but they still do it even though they cannot do it um to top it off now they are also going to be able to contact you through social media so this is kind of crazy and, and i think to a certain extent it's, it's just going to the extreme but that's a different subject um but on that note you can always Tell them, do not contact me at work, do not contact me at home, do not contact my neighbors or my phone. However, I do not suggest that you cut all ties of communication. And here's the reason why. If you tell them cease and desist every communication, now 
they send you a letter because they want to sue you, but you told them not to contact you. So, uh, that's not a good idea. Because then how can they inform you? Now they can place a judgment on you for that debt and there's nothing you can do about it. So, yes, you can say, don't contact me on the phone, don't contact me at work, but do not, please do not tell them not to contact you over the mail. Have them send you letters and please open the letters, read them and see whatever it is that they're saying. Make sure that they're not suing you and you're just throwing the letters away. Anyhow, the point I was trying to make is that if the time has passed for that collection company to collect their money, in other words, if the statutes of limitation, each state have a different year, amount of time, statutes of limitations. So if the statutes of limitation for that collector to get the money has expired, however, they continue to contact you, trying to convince you to make a small payment, just a couple of dollars, or you decide that, you know what, let me just pay a couple of dollars here and there so they can just go away. Guess what you done did? You have restarted the clock. This payment will reset the status of limitation, the time they have to collect that money legally from you. In other words, you have brought that zombie to life. Where's the echo? Now, the time that they can collect starts fresh. Now it's back to the beginning. Now they are not only going to be able to collect the money, they're not going to be able to just collect on that debt legally. Now they can also sue you for that non-payment debt. And of course, once again, goes back into your credit score, damaging and hurting your scores for another seven years. On that note, guys, I hope this has been very helpful to you. I hope that this has shed some light in some of your questions and some of your zombie debt that you might have creeping. The creeps come out in the report and won't allow you to qualify for a house or a car or whatever. I hope this has been useful. And if you have any questions, contact us, let us know, give us a call, send us a message, and we can get the answer and help you the best way that we can. In the meantime, I will see you guys in seven.